Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. It is October, it is the month of Halloween. We do a lot of extra episodes in October because it's the month of Halloween. Uh, Of course we're also getting close to Halloween, which means we're doing some actual movies from the Halloween franchise. Because we've got a few of them left. We already did six earlier this week. Curse of Michael Myers. This is going to be Halloween H2O. Uh, from 1998, directed by Steve Miner, who, funnily enough, directed two Friday the 13th movies. Uh, oh. He had two and three. Um, Not so minor anymore. That was terrible. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll start spoiler-free. Uh, we'll give you a warning before spoilers like we usually do. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, let's, get in, let's get into it, Tim. Mm-hmm. Okay. Has to be better than six, right? Why is it called H2O? Is this movie about water? Well, <laughs> I think it's supposed to stand for Halloween 20, because it's 20th anniversary. Uh, it's 20, 20 years later. H2O, Halloween 20. It makes no sense. <laughs> but the, the funny thing is, is that I'm so used to the name now that I don't even think about it. I don't think about what H2O means. I just... Oh, yeah. Halloween H2O. <laughs> pure evil. I think that's what it means, because H2O is pure water... This is oh. Michael Myers okay. is pure evil. I think that's what it's going for, but oh. I, I, I could be mistaken. So, uh, what's the plot of Halloween too? So, first things first, <laughs> it completely—it's basically a not not a reboot per se, but it it ignores all the sequels after two. Uh, three, well, three doesn't really matter anyway. But four, five, and six are out of continuity now. It is it is retconned. And we are set 20 years after the original night, which was obviously one and two. Mm. Uh, so, uh, re- real quick, I w- after I watched the movie, I was watching some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And mm-hmm. I saw it was real funny seeing the, um, I-, I think it was like the the writer uh, trying to tiptoe around not insulting the other movies. But he's kind of like, so yeah, we had the option to kind of continue from six, but we thought it, it would you know, was a little, might be a little much, uh, maybe a little too complicated. So uh, we decided to just kind of move past that. Yeah, six was garbage. Uh, so let's just ignore it. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so Laurie uh, is now the headmistress of a private boarding school in Northern California, and she goes by a different name, which is Kerry Tate. Although I'm still going to call Laurie for the duration of this episode because that's the name I know her by and remember. Uh, she has a son, played by Josh Hartnett. Introducing. Introducing. Was it introducing Josh Hartnett? It was. I never even noticed, but there you go. And they're there, it's been 20 years, but of course Michael Myers is on the loose. He's on his way, he's trying to find her. Because uh, that's why she changed her name. She changed her name, she went to a private school, it's got security. LL Cool J is the security guard. Uh, he's there. He's the MVP of the, the movie, quite frankly. Uh mm-hmm. And that is that's basically the premise. That's it. Michael's coming, and uh, you know she she's like a wreck. She doesn't like her son going off and doing things without supervision because she's terrified that someone's going to try and kill him because she's wrecked <laughs> from the experience. And that is Halloween H two. So uh, it has to be better than six. But I I I'll, shall ask the question, Tim. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy Halloween H two O? Uh surprisingly, I actually do. Uh, I'm not. Uh, sure exactly where it stands uh, with fans because um, uh, again this isn't a, you know, a, a franchise that I'm like super uh, familiar with um, and I know I saw this growing up but it had been a long long time since I've seen it and uh, like you said it definitely helped that we're coming from 6 which was just absolutely god awful um, and watching it it's it, it doesn't it definitely doesn't reach the heights of you know like the other good movies in the series, but I was actually pleasantly surprised. Where I was like, "Yeah, this isn't this isn't that bad." I actually kind of liked it. Interesting. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm kind of. It's it's funny actually because I, I liked this at the time, but it, when it when it mm. came out at the time, I was very young, and it was kind of like I think I you know I saw the first one, then I saw this, and it seemed mm. like a cool enough movie. At the time, it's funny as the years have went on, and I've watched it with you know, I, I, as time has went on, and I've gotten more and more of an adult, you know, because you know I saw this as a kid, then I was a teenager, then I was like a late teenager, and you know, the, the, now when I was in my twenties and 
which I still am, by the way. I don't, I don't know why I said that in the past. I'm not as old as Tim uh, over there with his, his, his 31-year-old face. Um, <laughs> but I, like, I've like i noticed things as times went on that I don't like about it. Now, mm-hmm. I actually still like it. I still think it's a decent movie. Um, uh, I'm definitely of the opinion, though, that if, if I'm picking a trilogy of between 124 and 12 H2O, I prefer 4. I prefer okay. 4 as an ending. Um mm-hmm. But of course, there's an appeal to having Laurie be in the, the, the third movie, which I've mm-hmm. said this already, but it's really weird that we're going to have a third option. Like, <laughs> you can go one, two, and then four, and then if you want five, six on top of that. Or you can go one, two, H2O, and then if you really want to, you can go to Resurrection after that. Uh, but now we're going to have one, two, and then Returns, or whatever they're going to call it, uh, <laughs> when it finally comes out next year. Mm. But, um, so, so yeah, uh, I, I like it. There's definitely things I don't like about it, and we'll talk mm. about those as as we go. But mm. over overall, I, I do have fun with it, um, even if yeah. I do have a list of complaints uh, that have bugged me more and more as I've gotten older and I've seen it more and more times. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, it, with me, it probably helps. Uh, yeah, I haven't really seen it that many times, and uh, again, I I feel like this can't be stated enough. But when you're coming out of you know six, and then you know before that five and then i mean even me i I wasn't as as hot on as four Uh, after watching five and six four is definitely a lot better than those but um yeah like after the last couple of movies it definitely it doesn't go back to the heights of those first couple of movies but at least it is okay this is a nice breath of fresh air uh it, it feels much more like a halloween movie than those last couple of ones and yeah it's not amazing, but I, I think it is enjoyable. Well, I think it's funny. You kept saying the first couple of ones there, and I think that's really... I've, I feel like Halloween fans would never say that uh, <laughs> because I would compare it to two, or you can play, mm. compare it to four. You compare it to the sequels. I feel like you never compare them to one because there's no point. It's never going to even be that's in the true. same stratosphere uh, yeah. as the first one. Uh, I don't mean that pick your phrasing. It's just it's just funny that he said it. I was like, oh. the first, you because know, you said it almost as if two is considered as good as one. That's what he said. Like, I like two, but no. <laughs> um, oh yeah, no, that's that, yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, I, in case anyone is curious, I, I I wouldn't put one over two. I mean, I wouldn't put two over <laughs> one. Tim, you're not helping your case. Here. You're not helping your case. You, you, you're messing yourself up. Uh, um, so yeah, so I, I guess yeah, I'll talk about what I don't like about it because there there are uh, criticisms. Um, are, we, so, are we doing spoilers yet? Or no, no, we... not yet, not yet. Okay. okay. Um, these, these are things I can talk about without uh, getting into spoilers. So they basically all kind of like connect to like one umbrella, right? And I don't really like care about this umbrella so much, but I can kind of attribute all the things I don't like to this this thing. And that umbrella that the complaints fall under is this is very nineties. Oh yeah. Right, oh, it's very, it's very nineties, and mm-hmm. all of the complaints I have seem to fall under that umbrella. Even though the idea of it being nineties and not eighties doesn't bother me, even though I prefer the eighties in terms of horror movies, but it doesn't bother me. Like that's fine, whatever. Uh, but all of the things I don't like kind of seem to be because of that. Uh, yeah. One example is the music, which, sure. like the, the theme is there. They've got like a new version of the theme that plays and. Uh, but you can hear all this like new stuff they've added into it and put over the top of it and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the music that's happening whilst we're actually doing scenes and we're drawing around in those scary bits uh, you know, to, to use a technical term, the scary bits uh, it's, a, it's much more like something like Screams music where there's a lot of strings going off and it's very, like it's not Halloween sounding uh, at times like, you know, the chase theme for example the, the dun, dun dun like that's never there in this uh, at yeah. least not in any recognisable form uh, you know there's, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of things you know, the, 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 all of the other themes like the main theme is there but the rest really aren't at least not to any great extent uh, and there's a lot of other generic sounding music and that that's sort of like I feel like whenever I watch even like Halloween 4 all of the music is based or like an extension of the original kind of score the you know the themes that were all kind of invented there um, and then here is like, and uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff where it's just all these strings and stings and stuff, mm-hmm. and like, 
I don't know, just, it, it felt like this, this is the, the most un-Halloween part of it is the music to me. You know, it, it's kind of weird because I, I feel like I don't ever really notice the music except for, like, the first movie. Like, I, I don't know, I, I guess if it's that, just... Yeah, that's fair. Like, I, like you said, aside uh, from, you know, the main theme, which they have in, you know, some shape or form and print, has, it, has it been every movie? Oh, yeah, uh, but least, not, yeah. not three but, right, right. Every yeah. Michael Myers movie, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess if it's just maybe I don't have as much of an ear for that, except for like Carpenter is so good that you can't help but notice it. There was uh, some or... troubles with the music as well, actually, because the uh, interesting. There okay. was some chunks of it were like they were written for the movie were taken out. John Altman's score, and mm. they were replaced with other things. Uh, notably, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe that a lot of the final. Uh, like one-on-one Laurie versus the shape kind of showdown. Uh, and I say, I don't mean the very end, I mean like when they're still in the school and they're, okay. they're chasing each other around kind of thing. Um, the music that's actually in the movie is actually music that's been taken from another film. Uh, the music there is actually, I believe, from Mimic. Oh, interesting. It's just lifted. It's just a, some, some generic scary music has just been lifted from there. Uh, so... Was it the same the guy that did the same score for both movies? Or? Oh, I have I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea, but uh, but but they changed some of it. You can actually find the original track on YouTube over the scene. Okay. Uh, honestly, I didn't think it was that much better, but um, yeah. <laughs> like there, there was different music. Uh, and speaking of that, so complaint number two uh, is the mask, the Michael Myers mask, mm-hmm. which is funny because. There's actually some good moments with the mask, but it changes scene to scene. Like, And the reason why it changes is because they originally shot the film with the Halloween 6 mask, which despite the you know, Halloween 6 being quite crappy, the mask was pretty decent. Uh, and, but then they went back and reshot a lot of it, and when they reshot a lot of it, they had this different mask that looked like shit. Oh, okay. So there's, there's two very different masks, and it's, if you're hmm. looking for it, it's very, or maybe not if you're looking for it, but once you've noticed that after a few viewings, it's like, oh, yeah. oh, the mask looks rough there. Oh, it looks quite good there. Oh, it's quite rough here. Though. Oh, what's going on here? Um, yeah. I, so. I definitely didn't notice it this time, but I'll <laughs> be on the lookout next yeah, time. Yeah, next time you'll be pay, you'll be paying yeah. attention to this <laughs> thing. Uh, those, are, those are the main ones. There's, there's little things as well, but I'll, I'll they'll maybe come up as we as we talk about the the plot and stuff and again spoilers. But yeah. you know, it, it's kind of funny. Before we got to this movie, I never thought of, like, I liked Lori, but um, I, I was kind of surprised at, like, how happy I was to see her in this movie. Hmm. You know, because it's, like, uh, it's like, oh, like, I'm not watching these movies for her. I'm, I'm watching because I like Michael Myers. But uh, when she popped up, I was like, oh, like, I, I am really happy to see her. And she's, I think she's really good in this. I was like, I, I'm, like, really, yeah, like, digging what, she, what she's doing and. I, I don't know if it's just because of the history or because, like, Jamie Lee Curtis is so, you know, good. But I, I don't know. It was, like, a, you know, kind of a joy to no, have her. She's good. It's, it's, it's kind of the uh, the Linda Hamilton effect from Terminator where you're not really <laughs> watching it for Linda Hamilton. But then when you get to the third movie and she's not there, it's like, oh, something's not right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Sarah Connor's kind of a big part of this. Uh, yeah. Even Ripley. I mean, we never really got to a movie without Ripley until much later, but... Yeah, sure. You're there for the alien, but Ripley kind of became the like the main yeah. character. She's the one that we care about. Uh, so it's, I, I guess it kind of falls into that in a weird way. Uh, but no, so she's great. Uh, the cast overall are pretty good. Actually, it's got quite a good cast. Yeah. Uh, the, the the kids, as in the you know, that's supposed to be teenagers. Uh, you get Michelle Williams, uh, which that actually kind of makes me feel a bit old because like I feel like. Yeah, all of these people now I think of as being middle-aged, but um, <laughs> Michelle Williams is there, along with uh, Josh Hartnett. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's there at the start of the movie. He's got a small oh, yeah, role. Right. Uh, Jodie Leno O'Keefe uh, is one of the girls. Um, yeah, you got a pretty good cast. Um, what's his face? Uh, Adam Arkin, he plays like the Jamie Lee Curtis's love interest. He's like He works at the school oh, as yeah. well. Uh, he's he's he a recognisable face. You see him a lot. I mentioned LL Cool J as the security <laughs> guard. Do you know what LL Cool J stands for? Uh, the ladies, ladies love cool 
Oh, I say James. I could be wrong. James, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, didn't know that. I only like found that out recently. I just figured like, oh, LL Cool J is a, a cool name. I didn't know it actually stood for something. I don't know when. I, I think I think I just it's something I heard when I was in school. Maybe yeah. <laughs> that, that was what his name stood for. And uh, actually, oddly enough, um, the year after I graduated high school, for some reason, <laughs> LL Cool J came to talk uh, at our high school. Um, I, okay. <laughs> I have no idea why, but I had like a you like missed a it though. Was, yeah, I had like a like a friend that was like great below me that was like freaking out. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like you never guess who's coming. I was like, "What? Why?" Uh, cool little tidbit of casting here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, Janet Lee, who of course was famous for Psycho. Oh, she was famous for a lot of movies. She was a big actress oh, back yeah. in the day. Uh, but she's in this. She plays like her secretary. Uh, oh, and her character—I didn't know this, but her, or I think it's in the movie, but I just never noticed. Her character name is Norma, and of course Norman <laughs> Bates. So oh, that's, just a, that's okay. a fun little connection. Uh, that's cool. And she she has a actually she has a scene that harkens back to the original. If you remember, there's a scene in the original film where the sheriff bumps into her and gives her a little scare, and she says, "Oh, everyone's entitled to one good scare on Halloween." Uh, oh, she, right. she has that scene in this one where she has the exact same thing happen again. Uh, but this time it's Janet Lee, which is really fun. It's funny to see the star of Psycho tell the star of Halloween <laughs> that everyone's tell to, to a good scare. That's actually pretty cool. So oh, yeah. that's uh, cool. I like that. Fair enough. So the cast then, is good, top to bottom. Yeah, we have the in the beginning. Uh, I I think it's the same actress that plays the nurse in the original. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's the same actress. Yeah. It's definitely the same character. I, uh, I assume yeah. it's the same actress. Uh, Pretty, pretty sure it is. Yeah, she looks similar. She was in the first two movies, yeah. Uh, so, so you've got good cast. Uh, direction is okay. 90s? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very 90s. It's very... Uh, you, you can tell this was directed in a world uh, like post-screen. post-screen. Yeah, and there's even and a Scream fu- 2 joke in the in the movie. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, you can see it playing on uh, the TVs at one point. Yeah. Which and it's a clip uh, with Sarah Michelle Gellar in it, who, as you know, was in the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Which uh, I had to get it in there. <laughs> which would have been airing when this came out. By oh, the by, okay. like, uh, in fact, it's always Dawson's Creek, which is just notable because Michelle Williams is in that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just 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 for reference, like <laughs> all these things happening same time. <laughs> Who's Charlie? He played like the horny best friend. Ah, that's who Charlie was. I was like, I don't know, I don't recognize yeah. that name. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fair. That. The the only reason why I know that is because uh, again, I was watching the behind the scenes stuff afterwards, and uh, yeah, that actor was uh, not eh, not not the greatest. <laughs> like in his interviews, like he was very. Oh, right, okay. uh, he seemed very like energetic and, and like and funny and stuff, but then there's like a few like creepy stuff he was talking about, like uh, like he was saying like, "Ooh, like the makeout scene, like we had to make sh- I had to make sure to be on set that day, <laughs> had to take that one a couple of times, like like all right, like calm down, dude." Uh, um, maybe it's telling that he's the only one that I didn't know the name of, and maybe he's yeah. not had the, the career. I mean, sure, Judy Leon Keith's not like a huge star, but I've seen her in lots of TV shows and stuff. Like I, I remember her name. Uh, yeah. What's this guy been in? Not sure. <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going to find only 14 credits. They're spread out. He he was in something in 2016. He was in a TV show, but before okay. that, one thing in 2011, one uh, one short film in 2011, one short film in 20, 2009, and a TV show in 2009. But then before that, the last thing he was in was in 1999. So. He he did not do much after he was a teenager or was playing teenagers. <laughs> oh dear! Oh well. Mm. He was jumping at the chance to do those interviews. He's not done anything in oh, years. Sure. He's like, oh yeah, interviews mm. for that movie I did twenty years ago. Mm. Absolutely. Now, uh, since we're on the subject of him, I will say one last uh, tidbit that I got from the behind the scenes stuff, uh, sure. which. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if you already know this, but uh, do you know what the original concept for the movie was going to be? I feel like I did at one point. Yeah, I'll probably recognize it when you tell me. Okay. So sure. it, it was going to be uh, kind of a Silence of the Lambs-esque like, crime thing where they have like Michael Myers on the loose and then like uh, they get help from a serial killer uh, about like trying to capture him. 
or like something along those lines. Oh, and then, uh, but uh, when they were saying that this Charlie guy, I guess, was originally cast as kind of like a copycat killer uh, for <laughs> Michael Myers, uh, which is just weird that it was like, oh, okay, that's like complete opposite of what you ended up playing but okay that is kind of strange yeah i don't remember that i feel like i did know that at some point but i don't remember it so yeah yeah. uh, they talk about the behind the scenes uh stuff i was watching which was a nice little blu-ray extra feature uh but yeah i I don't know uh what that would have ended up like might might have been interesting but sounded kind of weird it sounded like it wasn't a Halloween movie, though. I think. Oh yeah, was yeah. Maybe the the point I'd make about that. Uh, yeah, we're, we're talking about the direction actually. Uh, right, right. Off on a tangent because you started telling all your your stories that you got from the extras. Uh, it's the most research I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The direction's kind of okay. It has a lot of those those quick jumpy scare moments. Uh, the musical sting. Um. Like, I feel like it's that kind of direction where it's like, all right, it, like it's very safe. It's like, okay, this person's not going to do anything fancy, yeah, uh, you it, know. But yeah, it's not going to be anything extraordinary. I mean, there, there's a couple of set pieces which are are fine. They feel kind of cheap to a point, though, uh, compared to the original film. Or yeah, Michael would show up in places, but it, it, you would never think, oh, that was implausible that he got there. Uh, whereas here, there's a couple where you're like, okay, that that's kind of bullshit, but. <laughs> Uh, you, you go along with it well enough, but you can tell it's trying to harken back to the original. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you have some scenes of like Michael driving a car, for example, and it's like, oh, we don't really see him do that since like the original movie. Like, that, that's where he did that a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. So I can I can appreciate that, but it is they kind were... of it's, it's kind of a standard looking movie in terms of yeah. the style. There, there was a. There was a few touches that I did like. Um, they remind me of the original movie where um, they just like have them in the background, you know, kind of yeah. doing stuff. Like one of those things where if you're really not paying attention, you could possibly miss it. But I, I just like that. Oh, like he he's in there, uh, but no one's noticing him. There's one or two times though where they do that thing, but they have a big sting in the music to like, hey, look, he's back True, there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which you know, I think that would have been effective if you just stayed quiet about it, but. Uh, yeah. So you know that, that, that's where if you're comparing it to like the original, you're comparing it to like, the other movies, like maybe where it it falls a little bit shorter uh, in in some respects. But hey, uh, but obviously we like having Jimmy Curtis back. We we like the characters for the most part. I, th- I think they're mostly pretty likable. The the main set, yeah. You know, there's no, no, none of them are really that annoying. Maybe the the horny friend is the most <laughs> annoying, but he's not even that bad. Like he's kind of no, no, definitely not. Slasher movie standards, he's kind of like, yeah, he's fine, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, he's pretty tame, like, in, in terms of 90s, uh, yeah, slasher uh, best friends. What I think's funny, though, is that the, the, the part of the plot is that the uh, the school's going on a field trip, uh, which is weird mm-hmm. that they, they, they arranged a field trip for Halloween when it's going to do with Halloween. <laughs> but they, <laughs> they're, going, they're going camping, and... Uh, there's a whole plot where, like, or you know, Josh Hartnett wants to go, but his mom's being protective, and then he he, he realizes that he's actually okay staying because his girlfriend and his friends are staying, so they're going to have like, a little private party, and then she gives him permission anyway, so he has to just kind of like pretend to go and stay back. But what I think is funny though is that there's a big scene where Michael's tracked down to the school, and we have this scene of all the school buses leaving with the kids going to the field trip, and. The, the, you know, the main theme is playing, it's like, dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like, yeah, we're getting ready for the, you know, like, it's clearing out so Michael can kind of come in and do his, and I'm like, I almost think, like, wouldn't it be more interesting, though, if there was, like, dozens and dozens and dozens of kids, like, all around? Oh, like, sure, yeah. Like, for him to kill loads and loads of people. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know, part of me thinks, and I get they, they want it to be quieter so they can have the creepy mm-hmm. long hallways and there's no one around and it's just like one or two characters and then it's Michael around the corner. I get it. But part of me thinks like, wouldn't that be the what makes it like, the end? like this is that sequel that we have like a hundred victims potentially. It's like the, yeah, kind of like the, like the aliens to alien where we kind have a, a much higher ratio. Uh, yeah, that that would have been interesting. Um, yeah, when you think about it, it's a pretty low body count movie. Yeah, there's not a whole bunch. They have a few here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think because it is banking on like 
Laurie. It's banking on, oh, what's the effect when she sees him again? And is, is that, a, and it's a pretty mm. decent moment when when that, that when it happens, especially, mm. uh, like I, I like how it doesn't come out of nowhere. She kind of figures out that he's coming, just kind of, <laughs> and that's actually one of my weird problems with the movie. Actually, is the the reason she figures it out is. <laughs> chaos, chaos in the streets. And uh, the reason why she figures it out is like, okay, right, okay, I get what you've 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 figured out there, but why? Why why is that the reason that Michael's back now? I don't get it. There's no reason for it. It's never explained. There's never like, oh, that's why Michael cares about this. Yeah, it just is. <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't have much of a like a yeah, and I guess any <laughs> reasoning. It, it just seems like a nice little like uh, uh, all right. Let's let's throw this in here to have something. But in fact, uh, we'll 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 start spoilers here so we can actually just mention what it is yeah. because I feel like we're we're just about ending spoiler free anyway. So full spoilers from this point on for Halloween HDO. So yeah, so so the thing she figures out is she realizes that she was seventeen when mm. when this all happened back in the original movie, and then she realizes that you know things are a bit creepy right now. What's going on? And she's like, oh, wait, my son is 17. And that's when she tries to call him and the phones are dead. And the security guard, you know, LL Kill J comes up and he's like, yeah, something weird's going on. Like, there was a weird car at the gate. And it's like, she just kind of figured it out and went hunting. Um, mm-hmm. Which is what the movie kind of is ultimately about, is her kind of facing her fear. Because she, she she even teaches literature. She's teaching Frankenstein. And they're talking mm-hmm. about how, oh, Victor should have confronted the monster. And that, like, you know, it's, it's all there. <laughs> it's all mirroring kind of what she's going through. It's not perfect because it's like, well, what was she supposed to do when he was missing for 20 years? Like, this, <laughs> this, mm-hmm. not, whatever. But she literally has to confront him, which, which is why when she saves her son and his girlfriend... She actually lets them go and turns back and says, "No, I'm going back to confront mm-hmm. the monster." And she grabs it, and it's quite a big moment, and it's it's fun because it's her being proactive. I talk about that a lot in slasher movies, where mm-hmm. I like when the main character becomes proactive. And she's a hero in the first movie; she like she saves the children, but she's never like turning around to fight Michael. She's never like she's trying to get people away from yeah. Michael. That, whereas here, she's like, "No, I'm grabbing an axe and I'm going mm-hmm. hunting." And I do like that the main theme, even if it's the sort of weird bastardized, you know, H2O version of the main theme. I like that the main theme kicks in when she becomes the hunter. It's kind of like, yeah, now she's the slasher kind of idea. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like that. For the character yeah. the character journey works for the movie, uh, which, is kind of, which is kind of fun because slasher movies don't typically have that because typically it's just, oh, people die one by one, then the final girl finds out there's a killer around, there's a bit of a chase, end the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did like uh, her character and seeing her having moved on and uh, having like a pretty good life, but still dealing with it. Like I, I like the little scenes where she thinks she sees him, you know, in the window or behind her or whatever, and then it you know, turns out to be something else. Uh, I like uh, having that as a character where this is still a part of me, but I'm like dealing with it and then ultimately still- leading to that. And she's still messed up because she's 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 an alcoholic. <laughs> she's, oh, she's, yeah, <laughs> she's, she's boozing constantly. In fact, one of my favorite little scenes is when she's at like lunch and she's been with her, her you know her boyfriend and he leaves and the guy waiter comes by. She's like, "Hey waiter, can I have another glass of, glass of Chardonnay?" And he, mm-hmm. the waiter like looks down at the, the, the almost full glass already on our <laughs> table and she, he's like super judgmental about it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like any waiter would ever like be like, "Oh, you're having another one." Oh, at this time of day? Oh. Like, yeah, they, they don't uh, care. They, they just serve they, you. Like, they actually want you to drink because you get more, they get more tips that way. So Yeah, the, the only way that they, they, they would have any sort of problem is if you're acting like a drunken fool and causing like a scene yeah. or anything like that. But this is, just, this is just like a respectable looking woman at lunch asking for another glass of wine. Like, yeah. what does he care if there's already a glass on the table? <laughs> like, whatever. She wants one lined up for the next... Yeah. Now, admittedly, she looks a little bit dodgy when she starts to down the previous one, so she's ready for the next one as soon as it arrives. <laughs> that looks a bit, you know, you, you look a bit desperate there, love. But other yeah. than that, like, hey, yeah. So, so, so we're in spoilers, so we can talk about the kills and plots and whatnot. What, 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 which kills would you like to uh, single out or scenes? Uh, well, actually, it's it's kind of funny because, like I said, um, I haven't really seen this that much. Uh, this is probably only my second 
maybe third time seeing it, but uh, it's it's crazy because that one scene like where they look each other like in the eyes between like the door with the round yeah, window to, to set it up. So he's already killed the the the, the couple that are the friends with the the son and the daughter, and he's chasing uh, the daughter. You know what I mean? The son and the girlfriend. And he's chasing them, and you know he gets stabbed in the leg, and she hits some hits Michael with a rock, and they're sort of like, but they've got keys, and they get, there's this like gate that they can open, but then she drops the keys, so they're stuck between this gate and this this door, and Michael picks up the keys and starts going through them to try and get into the gate, and Laurie like finds them from behind, opens the door, lets them in, and shuts it just in time, and there's like a little porthole. And mm. she looks through this little window, and it's just her and Michael staring at each other face to face. And the I, I forgot, like uh, I don't know if it's because they just showed that in like trailers so so mm. much growing up or whatever, but it's like that scene is burned into my brain, uh, yeah, yeah. even though I've I've haven't seen this movie that much. And it's a simple scene, but it works really well. Uh, actually, this is funny. Like if you watch the trailer, you see mm. that scene with the original mask, and then the moon in the movies get the shitty mask. Oh. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> that's unfortunate you can actually see a better version of it in the trailer but yeah. uh, no it's a, it's a, it's a cool because she's not seen him yet like in the flesh like she's she's like hallucinated him multiple times yeah. up until this point this is enough face to face I also like that when she's leaving she, like, the boyfriend's like oh who was that and she's like that was my brother yeah. <laughs> like, that's how she refers to him my brother yeah. <laughs> And then uh, I, I did also like the uh, opening kill uh, with the nurse, uh, especially when, you know, she's trying real hard to just get people's attention outside. And oh, just gets... people, it's the police because the police, cause, yeah, because Michael broke into her house and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's like the teenager next door with his buddy, called the police for her uh, or they let her use their phone or whatever. And he decides to check the house before the police arrive and he steals some of her beer and it's kind of funny because he's like, oh, uh, you know, yeah. oh, they, 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 I think they messed up your kitchen, maybe stole something for your fridge, <laughs> uh, just to justify that he stole stuff. And when she starts getting chased by Michael, she runs next door and like he's got an ice skate in his face, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, even though you don't see it happen, but it's just a cool visual to see like yeah. an ice skate in someone's face. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so she's trying to scream for the police who have arrived and they're next door looking into the house and seeing what's happening. And she gets uh, her throat slit. It's pretty cool. We'll see. Yeah, and it's just like a nice visual of her trying to reach out, but then not being able to, and not, you know, uh, being able to get the, uh, you know, anyone's attention to come help. Uh, Actually, so it's I thought that was nice. It's worth mentioning, uh, Mister Sandman, the song, uh, oh, right. which the, it plays as the movie starts over the, the over the dimension logo before you know, and we see the car coming in, and she comes into the house. Um. As much as that's also in Back to the Future, which is also a movie that I have, you know, it's been a part <laughs> of my life like since childhood. For some reason, I associate that song more with this movie. Like, the, the, I think it's because it plays at the start. I just I associate it with the Dimension logo. The Dimension logo comes on the screen. And they're like, Mister Sandman, give me a dream. Dun, 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 dun. Like, uh, you know, I, I just I associate it with this movie. So I, uh, yeah, whatever. But. It's ingrained no, in my fine. head. It's kind of like yeah. the, the the scene with the window is ingrained in your head. Like just that yeah. song with that logo, just ingrained. <laughs> um, I I don't want to be like too much of a bummer or or anything, but um, and, and now I'm kind of wondering how how often this will happen when I'm rewatching old movies. But uh, I couldn't help but like in the beginning when they're showing like you know the movie starts and they're showing credits and stuff, and then you just see like a the Weinstein's uh, name oh, on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is like the first movie since all this stuff has happened that I saw that and I was like, ooh, that's, uh, yeah, that doesn't age well. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's not a big deal, really, because creatively he had nothing to do with it. Like, he's just, right, just money. Yeah. Like, so it's like, it's not like when you, you hear like a director's like a weird pedo file or something like that and you don't want to watch his movies anymore. It's, it's so separate that you can kind of just detach from it for, 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 yeah. for, in terms of the movies themselves. But uh, yeah, you yeah. see the name and you're like, um... It's, it's, it's just unfortunate because, yeah, it, it's not like a, in this case where, you know, they weren't really that involved in the movie, um, probably to, to much of any extent, like you said, other than... You know, Signing some checks. That was basically yeah. it. That was the... But, 
but yeah, it's just still so unfortunate, like seeing the name and being like, ah, damn it, don't ruin this for me. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, actually, uh, people again can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe Mustafa Akkad, whose name is like on all of these movies, like he he was producing them for years, like all of them. Uh, if I if I remember correctly, in one of the documentaries uh, about the series, because he, obviously he's the one who was like driving to do a fourth and a fifth and a sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone asked them, like, "When when will you stop?" And he's like, "Oh, I'll stop at 20 <laughs> Well, there's twenty of them. Uh, he oh. he he passed away. I believe him and his daughter. Uh, oh. died in a, in a in a bombing. Uh, oh no! Uh, maybe about ten years ago. Now, uh, I, I think that if it was, it was definitely a producer and a daughter. I think it was uh, Mustafa Akkad because I, I think that's why I knew who it was. It was because it, like I was like, oh yeah, I know I know who that is from Halloween. Like that, that's yeah. why I know that name. Um, but yeah, just just since we're on depressing subjects <laughs> for this portion of the, the show. Uh, speaking of the credits, though. Um, Obviously, they couldn't have Loomis because he passed away. If Donald Pleasance mm-hmm. passed away, but they did have this thing where his narration or like you know oh, lines of great. dialogue are playing over the, the opening credits, where he's like, "I looked into his eyes and I saw pure evil." And I I didn't I didn't realize at first that that was someone else. Like I I thought they were just reusing the dialogue from the like first movie or whatever. Mm. But uh, yeah, again, uh, when I was watching the behind the scenes stuff, uh, yeah, they're talking about how they got a. Uh, yeah, this guy into doing it. I was like, wow, I didn't even notice at all. And the question is, why? Uh, <laughs> pro- if I had to guess, I would probably say it, it does feel a little bit like an event. It's the 20th you know, anniversary. They're bringing Laurie back. They probably wanted some you know, presence of Loomis, I, I guess, because oh, he's no, so no, integral no, to not, the series. No, no, I'm not saying why do it. I'm saying why get someone else to fake the voice? Why not just oh, use the... Because... I mean, maybe well, they're slightly they, different lines, but I feel like they're, 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 they sound like they could be lifted from the original movie. Well, uh, actually, they, they mentioned the reason why. Uh, and it was just because uh, the mixing would have been off, because uh, there were some noises like other than music and stuff that I, I guess they wouldn't have been able to take out or something. All right, uh, so they didn't have the original audio still kicking around. Yeah. Right? So if I had to guess, I'd say, yeah, they probably had like other sound effects because, or something mixed in because these days everything's archived so that they can always go back and just get the the dialogue on its own if they want to oh okay right yeah. which is why like but i guess given it was a low budget movie from the 70s they didn't maybe have that option but yeah. okay fair enough that's that's a decent reason but, <laughs> um no no it's nice that they have some kind of presence there you get photos of them yeah. on, on the sort of the board as the music's playing uh i like how they because it's almost like they predicted that one of the audience complaints was going to be like, oh, wouldn't Michael Myers be so old now that he could do this? So they have this <laughs> scene at the start where the, the detectives, like, they're talking like, oh, maybe it could be Michael Myers. And, like, the other the, the other cop makes a joke. He's like, yeah, he's probably, like, killing people with his cane. He's like, hey, he'd be younger than I am. You know, this, this, you know, this cop who's clearly still functioning is a, you know, maybe, what, 50-year-old? 40 year old 45 year old guy is like yeah he wouldn't be that old he was maybe like 22 in Halloween 1 he'd be 40 you know, in his early 40s now yeah that's still a serial killer age <laughs> yeah. evil doesn't age as they say yeah. which is funny though because it means he's about 62 for the new one coming out well, just I mean, you can still yeah. kill people at sixty-two, but it's we're, we're getting there though we're getting to that point where nah, we, most people can maybe start to overpower him uh, soon mm-hmm. But unless you go with the you know evil never ages <laughs> stuff, we don't have to see his face after all. It can just be creepy with a mask on. That's true. Yeah. Oh man, what if they tie in the new one to four, and when they unmask him towards the end, it's actually a Jamie. Oh. And you're like, oh, plot twist, four's in continuity. <laughs> I'd take it. Sure. Because the I'd shape be you see, see. Everyone says Michael Myers, but it's really the shape, and the shape can be anyone. It can be someone else behind the mask. It's a mantle that can be passed down. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Um, it, it definitely leaves room for, like, uh, you know, more sequels and stuff, and you know, uh, it, it's I guess a little more justifiable than this one guy doing all these things. I mean, I'm hearing agreement, but I'm not hearing passion in the voice, Tim. And that's upsetting me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, I don't know if I'll ever be that passionate about, uh, 
you know, Halloween four, but <laughs> you test me so <laughs> you test me. Uh where was I? We were talking about Halloween H2, weren't we? And um <laughs> so Yeah, the Cal- don't necessarily stand out particularly uh too much. Uh, there are there are some little cheats like um, LL Cool J gets shot. Uh, basically, the, the 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 boyfriend character will he he fires a gun what he thinks is Michael Myers walking around the corner, and it turns out to be LL Cool J. But they kind of cheat in our, our from our perspective because it's clearly Michael Myers the first time we see him <laughs> like walking out, and he's in silhouette. But then when it, when it cuts to the second shot of him in silhouette and he's getting shot, it's clearly LL Cool J because he's got a different, completely different body shape, and he's not you know wearing a mask. He's got you know he's, he's bald. He's got a round head. Like there's a lot of things that tell you that it's two completely different people that were in the shots. But whatever. Uh, but it um, turns out the bullet just grazed him. We we'll find that out later because he, he survived. And LL Cool J, he he's a he's writing a, a romance novel uh, throughout the yeah, movie. I- I did actually uh, like his character. Yeah, yeah that's those scenes were pretty funny. It's a running subplot with him where he uh, he's like telling his wife or girlfriend over the phone that his new lines of dialogue, and it's, it's, it's always amusing when it comes back to it. But then after they survive, because basically he comes back into it after we think Michael's been uh, taken care of, and the cops are all there, and he's like on the phone, and he's like, "Yeah, the bullet just grazed me." By the way, honey, I'm going to write a romantic thriller. Yeah, it's going to be a thriller, and there's going to be like death and stuff. <laughs> He's got this new idea. He's excited about yeah. it. Oh, I mean, you, you never see like his girlfriend or wife or whatever on the other end, but it, I, I kind of like that she starts off as being kind of like, "Oh, come on, what are you doing? Stop wasting your time with this." But then by the end, she's like actually like pretty into his ideas and stuff. Yeah, because there's a point where she's making fun of his dialogue, and she's like, "Oh, she would never uh, fall for that. I would never fall for that." I was like, "Well, the next line is, oh, she says I'm not going to fall for that.' Oh, no, don't, don't, don't hang up. I want to hear like what eventually like fills her and tricks her into going on the date. Uh, well, it's the same thing you fell for. <laughs> uh, no, this is fun. Like he's a likable character. Um, so he's pretty cool. So yeah, so so when. Jamie Lee Curtis decides to like close the gate and go back in to like fight Michael. We we get some, we get Michael descending from the rafters above her. Like he sort of lowers himself down. Uh, it's fine. This is maybe a bit over the top. Uh, a little over the top. I kind of like it though. We get a scene where she she's like hiding under the tables in like the cafeteria, and well, maybe not cafeteria, but it's like these big tables. And yeah. Michael's like on top of the tables, and he's walking across them. Which as this is one of the moments where I, I was mentioning where there's like a, a bit of a cheat because she sort of hides really quickly under the table and she like sort of like dives to the next table and then the camera like goes up and we see Michael standing on the table above her and I'm like okay how did he get up there without her hearing a thing like come on now yeah. this, this is bullshit oh, I'm calling bullshit sure. on this one but it, it makes for a fun okay scene and then he's flipping all the tables yeah. and and whatnot it is okay um. But yeah, so so I guess we need to talk about the the ending. I I feel like that's like the big, uh, like the I would say like the two big things that you think about when you think about this movie is like you know Laurie coming back and then yeah the ending. The ending where so the cops are there, the ambulance is there, they're dealing with everything. She decides that she's not satisfied that Michael is gone for good, so she actually steals the ambulance and drives it off with Michael in the back who you know he's, he's maybe he's in a body bag but she's driving along and then she's looking in the, the rear view mirror and she sees like the bag start to end up he's getting up he sits up like you know like he does you know the, that, that cold like slow setup so she basically like stalls the the the, the ambulance so he flies out the window and then she's like right, get up you son of a bitch and then yeah. she drives into him Rolls down a hill, he gets pinned between the, the ambulance and a branch, and he's there on his own, and she just comes up. They have a bit of a moment where he's, like, reaching out his hand, and it's like, oh, don't kill me, I'm your brother. It's like, yeah, screw you, Michael, and she beheads him with the axe, and that's the end of the movie. Um, which, which, now, admittedly, I'm saying this having seen the start of the next movie as well, but it does. it is a bit of a can of the worms where I'm like, she did just steal an ambulance and kill someone. Like she, she's not going to get out of this like scot free. Like she, she will be, you know, at the very least, she, she is going to court over this. Uh, it's, 
I I kind of like the ending, but it it is kind of hard to talk about it without thinking of it in context of the next movie. Yeah, I'm um, like I I love her turning back. I love her going to confront him. And while it, I get the reasoning for this, why she's like, oh, I know he always comes back. I'm I'm putting a yeah. proper finish to this. It, it just it feels a bit like I don't know. Like I, I'm okay with them wanting it to be definitive. Where she does kill him, I I I get that. I really really do. Uh, it's just the way they do it in particular feels like, yeah, but she's gonna get into trouble for this. Like, there's there's no way she can sell yeah. this as like self defense or or whatever. It, I don't know. I, I've never been oh. super fond of the beheading at the end for whatever reason. I want. I wonder, was this all around the same time where like everyone was kind of getting killed off? Like you had. You know, Freddy's dead and Jason goes to hell, which... No, not at the exact same time. Those were both at the the start of the 90s. This was a good few years later. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think think, Uh, uh, those were like 93. They may have both been 93, actually, those those movies. And this was 98. Oh, wow, I'm surprised they were that that early. I know they were the 90s, but... uh, Okay, no, I I was just curious because I thought it'd be interesting if, like all the big like franchise guys where they're like, Oh, let's all have like a big definitive deaths, uh, which obviously don't end up being definitive. But, um, I, I, I kind of, I don't mind the beheading as much. Uh, but I, I kind of don't like the, um, you know, the way he's kind of like reaching out to her. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't like thinking of him as, you know, I, I mean, maybe he's just trying to to get out or trying to trick her or something. But I don't like the kind of helpless look of him in that scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, okay. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of him getting trapped and uh, and being vulnerable, yeah. but maybe not in the sense that he's actually looking like he's begging for help or mercy. Yeah, or... like he's like reaching his hand out, like in a. You know, I like help me kind of way. Like, uh, I feel like he wouldn't do that. I I would like to maybe have seen him more, just kind of blank stare, like, str- you know, tilt yeah, the or, head, yeah, kind of, yeah, or like or just struggling to get out, like, you know, e- even though he's probably in like tremendous pain and everything. Yeah, yeah. If he uh, feels pain, I don't know. Uh, that's all fair. I, I it. <laughs> I think ultimately it's, it's it's a movie where there's a lot of things in it that do kind of the music, the mask, the some of the '90s style direction and the the, the '90s sort of mentality that some of it has. Um, the ending, like the, with the the stealing the, the the ambulance, I'm I'm not super keen on. But there's a lot of it that does work for me. I, I like, like, I like the characters. I like her. I like the, the journey she goes on, uh, finding her strength. Uh, you know, the fact that she's so worried about her kid and, like, the same thing's going to happen to him, even though it's a super specific, like, incident <laughs> to live through. Yeah. Yeah, so I like, I like, I like all those things. And I like some of the little touches. I like having Janet Lee's cameo and the, you know, at one point, uh, LL Kilji even uh, refers to someone as a psycho. And I was like, uh, I think that was intentional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you got those little things. And you got, you, it's, it's all it's all good. Um, mm. So I, I think it's a super easy-to-watch movie. It's super, like, fast food. Like I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's short a good as way well. Of putting it, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like it's, it's. It doesn't have much to say or much to offer the world, but mm-hmm. if you care about Halloween, you care about Laurie Strode, you get an, a pretty decently entertaining eighty-minute movie out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that's a yeah fair assessment. Um, Four's better. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, what do you mean we'll see? We've already done four ten. <laughs> it's past tense. It's better. But I've never, I've never watched them back to back though. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> just, just rest assured, four's better. If you say so. Um, what is this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's a. Uh, it, it has some fun moments. And it's not hard to get through. And um, I, I probably could have done with maybe a few more. Uh, kills um to be honest i barely remember how the two friends even died like uh, i remember the girl was in that kind of like dumbwaiter thing yeah she got uh, a leg kind of like squished and she was crawling along yeah. yeah uh i don't even really remember how the the friend died though and i just watched this yesterday corkscrew i believe was there was a corkscrew involved uh okay yeah yeah um 
but but yeah like that kind of stuff it's um there was a few kills i like but then stuff like that just wasn't like super memorable like maybe if it had just a few more fun kills to yeah they, the, the kills weren't the, the highlight of this uh, certainly um i always enjoy watching it though like as much as there's a, a, a lot i can play i think nostalgia plays a big factor in it for me though i remember watching this okay. as a kid uh mm-hmm. so it, it plays well in that sense but characters are likable and that goes a long way. And obviously, Laurie is especially we care about because she's been on this journey. And Jamie Lee Curtis is very good. So, uh, with that said, I think we will rate Halloween H two O out of ten. So, Tim, what would you what would you yeah. give it? Uh, I'm gonna give it a, I think a six point five. I, I think seven is a little too high. Um. I, I feel like seven would be like, hey, that was pretty good, and like six point five is like a, hey, that was good. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with a six. <laughs> I think I think I land on a six. I think it's I think it's enjoyable. I think I have a lot of complaints. Uh, a seven for me is like Halloween two. I'm sure I gave Halloween four or eight, uh, <laughs> and then the first one obviously I give a ten. Like you know, <laughs> masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the scale of the Halloween sort of rating system for me, uh, and then obviously you go lower, you get five, and, and then eventually you get down to six and mm. whatnot. But yeah, so six out of ten uh, for me, but it's, it's, it's an enjoyable enough six. It's not it's not a great decent, yeah. movie, but it has its moments. Uh, and again, just like you know, miles above the last one we just watched. Yes, yes, M- much better than five and six, absolutely. Um, so no, and we'll we'll see if uh, the eighth movie can uh, maintain this standard <laughs> later this week. Interesting little film called Halloween Resurrection, which was the eighth mm-hmm. movie, uh, which was notable because it's the first one that came out that I th- think I could go see in the um, theater, maybe. Okay, maybe not. I I think I wasn't technically supposed to be able to, but I. You know, I looked a little bit older. I was able to, kind yeah. of thing. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. But Buster Rhymes is in it, so you can look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be talking about that uh, soon. <laughs> Not the next movie, but soon, uh, before the end of the, the month, of course, because it's Halloween and it's going to be the, the third and final Halloween movie we do this year. So uh, that is Halloween H two O. Let us know what you think of it in the comments below and stuff. Uh, we've mentioned the last couple of videos, but uh, we have a new thing for Patreon called The Crypt, which is like a user-submitted mm-hmm. list of films, uh, a to-do list, if you will, which we will from time to time uh, pick to do for a review, or maybe even put in the vote for the Patreon vote that month. Uh, so yeah, it's called The Crypt. The list of the, the Crypt is actually available for the patrons to see as well. They can actually look at the list currently and uh, mm-hmm. see, see what's there. Uh, but there's a submission uh, link on Patreon and you can have a have a have a look at that. Uh, so that is that is that. Uh, Patreon.com, of course, uh, mailed fuzz TV. Patreon.com slash mailed fuzz TV specifically uh, to go and check out that stuff. Uh, otherwise, get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz. Like, subscribe, all that kind of thing. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching scary movies, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>